Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher here with Drew Dinsick. Drew's hair looking slicker than usual. Uh, very good. I'm the slickest <laughs> meter. Uh, I am live from Radio Row in Phoenix. We're about to be joined by former NFL quarterback Sean King. Uh, we'll break down, continue to break down the game, looking at the Kansas City offense, uh, the Eagles offense, and exactly how much experience matters in the Super Bowl. But Drew, how are you? You're going to be out here tomorrow is that right I'm looking forward to seeing you yeah very yeah very excited uh l- looking forward to the you know it's been a it's been a fun month of february so far i got to ski uh last week up in mammoth and now going out to the desert and gonna get to watch some golf and hang out with you guys it's gonna be a very very fun time so i'm i'm uh just delighted and honestly like the closer we get to the super bowl the you know the more hyped i am for this particular game uh starting to get uh, a little bit deeper into the handicap which is you know is, is i continue to kind of work myself into a ladder that this is just the long you know the wrong line and that you know the funny part about that is like i'm in a lose-lose situation here because either you know i'm right and the chiefs win comfortably and then i'm like god why didn't i you know have more down i knew that you know that was a kind of a once in a lifetime you have an edge on a super bowl with the most liquid market of the season uh and then on the other hand, if I'm wrong, then I'm just going to kick myself like, well, of course the market was right and it was sharp and the Eagles should have been favorite. So, I, you know, I'm, I've completely uh, uh, boxed myself into a corner now and just got to wait it out. Yeah, you've got a little bit of a knot for yourself there. And, uh, <laughs> let's try untie that knot with uh, Sean King. Let's welcome in Sean. Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for joining, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, not too bad, man. Thanks for joining the show. Can I just say this right quick? Because I am agonizing with Drew as well. When I, I was, I'm, when Brock Purdy got hurt in the Eagles Niners game, and Josh Johnson was ineffective, then got hurt. I said, whoever wins Bengals Chiefs, I'm taking. And so when it came out plus two Chiefs, I jumped on it. I'm on it. I'm not changing the market. Is everybody is betting the Eagles? Listen, if the Eagles beat Mahomes and Reed. With 14 days to prepare, so be it. Yeah. Yep. The uh, world's tip gone hat, mad. Tip your hat to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> world's gone mad, Sean. I think I've been saying this a bit, but I think we're going to look back in a few years and remember how crazy it was that Jalen Hurts was favored in the Super Bowl over Patrick Mahomes. But uh, there's only one Super Bowl champion between the three of us and checks notes. It's you. So how much, Sean, do you think that our <laughs> Super Bowl experience is going to matter on Sunday, given that Mahomes and Reid, they've yeah. obviously been there. 
couple times now, whereas Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni have not. Well, the interesting thing is I don't think Jalen or anyone else on the Eagles has never been in the Super Bowl can really understand what's going to happen to them mentally and physically because until you do it, you just don't know. You know, I tell this story all the time. Warren Sapp nicknamed me Smoothie King as a rookie because I was just cool when everything was chaotic. And we get in the uh, first game of the playoffs against the Washington Redskins at the time, and I had an out-of-body experience. I, I truly – I was talking, but I didn't know what I was saying. I had the football in my hands. I had no control of where it was going, and I just tried everything. So I, after the first series, I took my finger – and this is a true story – I stuck it down my throat and it made me dry heat and it brought me all the way back to like how I normally was. But I didn't have any idea that, you know, that was going to happen on that stage. So there's an unknown with the Eagles that can be a good and a bad thing. The bad part is when you get in there and it's different than you thought, the good part is you've never failed. So to get to the experience part of the Chiefs, all the pressure is on Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is chasing Tom Brady. He's chasing Joe Montana. Like, he's chasing these all-time greats. As talented as he is, as great as he's been, to be one in three in three Super Bowls, that would really be something that when he's finished playing, it'll prevent him from ever being on the real Mount Everest. Mm. It feels like he doesn't, you know, at least that from what I've seen, he, you know, the he he kind of brushed off the pressure of last week, like being that that was some sort of legacy defining game. And, you know, it's, 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 Mahomes, at least uh, the fact that this is the third time and now he has an intact offensive line in front of him. I think uh, maybe he's uh, going to be playing with a little bit more confidence. But the Hurts thing, we have seen Hurts fail at a playoff moment and it was last year and it was bad. And I am very prepared for like deer in the headlights. Oh my God, I'm in the Super Bowl against a real team. Like, it, you know, that is a realistic possibility where the Eagles just kind of undo themselves because Hurts can't operate at the quarterback position because the pressure is too high. Like, I, you know, even beyond just how, how, he, how he is physically, like the mental part of it is a question to be answered. Uh, and we've seen a lot of good quarterbacks come into this sort of moment and not be able to do it. It's, and so it's not even a knock on him because he may have four more Super Bowl opportunities and they'll be very different. But this is the first one and drew i don't even want to just isolate Jalen because nick sirianni hadn't had to call a game in the playoffs from behind the defense hasn't had to make a stop where the offense has to get the ball back because they're losing so compliment to the eagles they've made it easy but we don't really <laughs> know how they're going to handle adversity because they have not been faced with any thus far yeah but we were on exactly the same page here yep firstly sean uh not too many people know this, but I actually nicknamed Drew the Smoothie King uh, after our first <laughs> podcast together because uh, he was so ice cold under pressure. Uh, secondly, <laughs> do you want to talk about how the Eagles offense should attack the Chiefs and whether you do think that if it does get out of hand, whether Hurts, who I think so much of Hurts' passing production has benefited from playing with the lead and being able to get A.J. Brown and Devontae yeah. Smith one-on-one -on -one because teams are having to stop the run, do you think there's one way in particular to attack the Kansas City defense? Well, if there's one area where I do feel like Nick Sirianni and his offensive staff are elite, it's exploiting uh, the numbers game in, in their run system. Looks like we've lost you there, oh. Sean, for a second while we get Sean back. I do want to talk about yeah. Jalen Hurts' props. Uh, Drew, right now it's set. His passing yards is 240 and a half. Passing touchdowns, one and a half over under. And I think the most interesting one is his rushing yards, which is 50 and a half. Now, if he was healthy uh, and 100%, uh, you'd expect him to potentially go over. 
But I do think with the shoulder, maybe that becomes an issue. But at the same time, Nick Sirianni kept on calling design runs for him against San Francisco. Are there any hurts props that jump out to you? Yeah, the one that I hit the hardest was longest completion under. Um, that was 37 and a half. And for what it's worth, since his return from injury, uh, his uh, average depth of target has gone down. Uh, he is, you know, from what was one of the highest in the league when he was fully healthy, he has gotten, uh, you know, consistently uh, below his league, you know, his season average uh, in the three games since he's returned from the shoulder injury. And so just in general, the fact that they're not doing as much targeting down the field, I think matters. And the fact that he's not completing a lot of those passes, I think matters. I think that hurts his potential completions uh, total. I, lo- I would look at completions under um, and uh, in general, uh, I think interceptions over is a look to just because if at all the emotional, the mental is, uh, you know, the game is moving too quickly for him in the first half of this one. I think we could see that ball hawking unit from the Chiefs uh, come away with the pick. So I, I bet, the, you know, over a half interception at plus money. Uh, I like longest completion under and I like just total completions under as well. Yep. I like that. All right. Let's try bring Sean back in. When it was fixed. Sean, we got you back. Hey, guys. Yay, back just like uh just like the Kansas City Chiefs made their comeback in the AFC title game. I've been getting these emails for the new updated edition of the AirPods, so I'm convinced that Apple is officially like, <laughs> put some kind of like uh, zap on mine and they just stopped working. But uh, to piggyback what Drew was saying, I agree with everything he said. The only thing that kind of is an unknown for me is Philly does have a lot of explosive athletes in space. So a screen pass that goes 40 yards is still a long completion. Like, that's kind of – but I agree, he's really struggled uh, throwing the ball down the field. You know, if you look in the third down situations against the Niners, and I always go back to this, in spite of the Purdy injury, that game was still 14-7 to with under a minute – under two minutes in the first half, and San Francisco had the ball. So that very easily could have been a 14-7 game at the half. So I agree it's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of really strong opinions, so when I feel like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet both <laughs> tight ends first touchdown score of the game. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet Dallas Goddard and Travis Kelsey. Of course, and hopefully we can hit that. I've got the Chiefs plus two. Everything else I do will probably be in game. I like it. Did you see there was exactas out there where you can get Kelsey first, Goddard second, eighty to one, and then Goddard might, first, Kelsey second, eighty to one. <laughs> check check those out in the exact those who've touched up mark. I did, I did <laughs> I'm way into the from, weeds here. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's at Westgate in Vegas or Circa in Vegas, but uh the prop was will Eagles or Chiefs go for it on fourth down on their side of the field and convert it. And you have two guys in Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni who are very aggressive, who don't tend to play by the rules as far as conventional in-game decision making. So that one was kind of interesting because I think the yes was a uh, plus four or five dollars for both of them. Ooh, okay. Uh, real quick, the um, to close the loop on sort of how uh, Hertz will operate. We, you know, again, like we're on the same page here. I agree with you that you know, outside of uh, kind of a screen pass or a wide receiver screen going for, uh, or you know, an AJ Brown slant, like that scares me. Uh, if I'm holding under 37 and a half. Um, but the tackling that the Chiefs showed in the FC Championship game was superlative. Like those guys were not allowing a lot of yards after contact. Uh, and if they bring that same level of effort, I think that we can keep this one under. Um, and I think the point about the Eagles offense, like 
if their first and second down play calling and execution is successful and your third downs are, 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 you know, convertible, not uh, outrageously long. I think all of a sudden we're talking about uh, an Eagles team that is moving and is, you know, is, is going to be capable of putting off points, but if it's third and long, and you're kind of, you know, you're Spagnola and you can pull together some exotic blitz packages to really kind of bring the pressure on Hertz. Uh, that's where I just see things coming totally unraveled. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know if, if, uh, if, if the first and second down defense holds up, particularly against the rushing tack of this Eagles team, I, you know, for the Chiefs defense, I think the Eagles are going to have a, a really long night. Uh, is that all that all that check out in terms of uh, Hertz potentially <laughs> struggling against the blitz? I was looking at the MVP market and. I couldn't convince myself that anybody other than Mahomes could win the MVP if the Chiefs won. But I could convince myself that if Hassan Reddick has a big game and Hurts and the offensive efficiencies kind of spread around, no one does anything great, he ends up with two and a half, three sacks, maybe a sack fumble or something. I did get Reddick at 150 to one to win Super Bowl MVP. Oh, wow. Now you can find that <laughs> still things out there around 40, 50, but I could see a scenario where potentially, unlike last year when Aaron Donald should have won it and they uh, submitted the votes and it was Cooper Cup, I think if that plays out the same way, Hassan Reddick has a legit shot. Yeah, I think Aaron Donald. Uh, I don't know if you you may know this, but uh, the voting yeah, I, they do it early because everybody's on deadline. Right. You know, they got to go go write their columns, and I think the votes the votes go in a little bit on the early side. And so, as soon as Coop got the touchdown, everybody just wrote, you know, Cooper Cup submitted the thing, and then Aaron Donald, of course, makes the the key plays at the end of the game. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, uh, that was interesting how that broke. And I agree with you; like the door is closed for any chief besides Mahomes. The door is wide open for any Eagle besides Hurts, as far as I can tell you. So, uh, Jay, have you settled on your uh, Super Bowl MVP yet? Uh, I mean, I think the boring answer is Patrick Mahomes. I also think that's the right answer. Uh, still a plus 125. I think there's a little bit of meat <laughs> on the bone left there. I just think he's like a 90 to 95% chance of winning MVP if the Chiefs do win the Super Bowl, which I think that, you know, that puts you closer to the plus 115 fair type of range. Um, Drew, I'm sure, well, let's start with you, Sean. Is there any Chief... Outside of Mahomes, that is of any interest. Like Isaiah Pacheco, potentially, uh, if they do get up big early and he just destroys on the ground, any chance for him? I just think there's no scenario where the Chiefs win and Mahomes doesn't play great. You, you know, even like even <laughs> even if Kelsey has like yeah. those 14 catch, like 130, you know, two touchdown games, it's Mahomes gonna be throwing it to him and. You know, with as great as this Eagles pass rush has been, I can see Mahomes pirouetting and 180 and, you know, putting one hand on the ground and side-arming the ball to Kelsey. <laughs> I just think it's too hard. Yeah. Plus, I got the Chiefs, so I only bet Hassan Reddick MVP because I got it at 150-1, to and it's a hedge because I took the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That makes total sense to me, and I think realistically, yeah. Uh, no. I think that Reddick, yeah. uh, which I think you're talking about before I go cut off a little bit, it's the radio road Wi-Fi starts to fill up uh, with seemingly every single media member <laughs> in America here uh, hogging it. Uh, I do think Reddick, who has, I think, four games now of two-plus sacks and a forced fumble, the fact that he has done that four different times, and also you just talk about, like, you have to think about paths that the team is going to win. And to your point, Sean, any path of a non-chief 
winning Super Bowl MVP involves Patrick Mahomes having a bad game and them winning the game anyway, which just seems such a narrow chance. Whereas with, you know, it's very conceivable that the Eagles, their path to winning could be their defensive line just wrecks Kansas City and Hassan Reddick is dominant uh, and is able to, uh, to rack up those type of numbers. And uh, I think he would have won MVP of the NFC title game. Like He was the best player uh, on the field there. One thing I'd like uh, the people to keep their eye on is there's make sure you follow the injury report. Because before you just go and jump on uh, Isaiah Pacheco's overs, remember Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is back now. And Andy Reid can get tricky on, you know, who they identify as a priority in that particular game. You were mentioning uh, receivers, Jay, a stat that I saw that I really liked. Just take Quez Watkins under anytime Dallas Goddard plays. But for, for whatever reason in Sirianni's offense, when Goddard's healthy and available, Quez Watkins might as well be the invisible man. And then when Goddard gets hurt or he's not there, then Quez Watkins' uh, contributions increase drastically. So that might be something I just play across the board is like a trend. Quez Watkins under catches, under receiving yards, and all that stuff. Yep. There's actually a prop out there where you can get Quez Watkins to have exactly zero receptions at plus 300. Uh, which I think is a phenomenal bet, given that given that he had one target and Whoa. zero receptions uh, in his last game. So I think that should be more closer to pick, honestly, that he even has a reception in the game. Because to your point, Sean, um, Dallas Goddard uh, has been uh, he really just drowns out Quez Watkins. They just don't. They just cut Quez out of the game entirely. Uh, do you think between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, there's one Eagles receiver who has a, a better game? I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach at this one because uh, these Chiefs secondary, the, the young guys in the Chiefs secondary, like, they compete. Like, they contest catches. Like, they don't play, they don't play with any fear. And, and Devontae's been great throughout his career on these stages, but I just wonder that slight frame sometimes. And how does he handle, like, physicality? You know, he struggles at times. And, you know, one thing with me with AJ is if he doesn't get the ball early in the game, he tends to pout. So it's like there's some unknowns with both of those guys, and, and, and I'm gonna just take a wait and see approach. I would I would lean Brown between the two, but only because you're targeting him in the in a in kind of the intermediate part of the field, right? Like you're trying to get him involved in the kind of the slant game over the middle, make some easy easy reps for Hertz. Don't ask him to go uh, make a precision pass 25 yards down the sidelines. Uh, just kind of considering how again, exactly like you said, like considering how well the uh, the Chiefs uh, are contesting those passes. Uh, the you know we saw of course the tip drill that they did in the AFC Championship game. Like they're bringing that level of ball hawking into this one. They're gonna they're gonna come up with a takeaway if you're trying too hard uh, on those. Uh, deep passes and and if any any kind of uh, lack of touches there for for Hertz, so um, I would guess that Brown is probably the more uh, targeted and generally has the the bigger game between those guys. But uh, that also is playing into all the other things I've already bet <laughs> in this game. So I'm taking a wait and see as well. I don't really need to get involved at all in AJ Brown having a big game. But uh, yeah, I mean from just from uh, what would make sense, uh, you know, considering you know the matchups, it would be Brown being uh, being the more targeted guy and you know really 
he's it's going to come down to their tackling because Brown is a big body. He's you know if you get him you know at full speed when he can get the ball in his hands, he's a tough guy to take down. Uh, we've seen it numerous times this year. Longest completion that Hurts had all season was to AJ Brown in the game against the Bears. I believe he took it sixty eight yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but he took it sixty eight yards. And uh, I think uh, that's kind of the optimal uh, outcome for them. But I got news for you: this Chiefs defense is a lot better than the Bears defense. So uh, just. <laughs> And when, and regarding the Eagles defense, I went and looked at their schedule, guys. They didn't play a murderer's role of quarterbacks. You know, Aaron Rodgers was probably the best quarterback they faced. And if you remember, that was a high-scoring game, you know, where the Packers had a lot of success throwing the ball. Jordan Love even came in because Rodgers got hurt and threw the ball, you know, effectively. So, you know, I don't know that this secondary has really went up against any A1 passing attacks. Whereas the Chiefs have played my, uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals twice, Josh Allen. They had a, a confident Trevor Lawrence, you know, with Doug Peterson and crew in. So, you know, I really – I'm anxious to see is this Eagles secondary as good as people think. I mean, we've been joking all year that we're not going to find out whether the Eagles are any good until the Super Bowl, uh, and that's going to come home to roost. Uh, and I keep making that joke, and I keep saying that it's facetious, which it is because the Eagles obviously are very, very good. But I think that we're going to see a lot about – their offense and defense are testing the limits <laughs> in the Super Bowl. All right. Just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports uh, Predictor app, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands this weekend by predicting what will happen in the Premier League and college basketball. All right. Let's talk about the Chiefs' offensive approach. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, man. Uh, his over-under is set at 290 and a half passing yards. Typically during the regular season, you would see this more in the 305 to 315 type of range. I think the market is baking in. One, the Eagles defense is uh, certainly very good. And then two, some injury risk with Mahomes. Uh, his completions over-under is 25 and a half. Uh, Sean, are you expecting Patrick Mahomes just to be normal? Patrick MVP Mahomes type of level? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I took the Chiefs plus two. Listen, I'm not going to overthink this. Um, I know people think Philly has a good pass rush, and I just wanted to look it up to make sure that, that I was uh, 100% correct. But the Titans, when fully healthy, are just as talented on that defensive front. And I remember when Tennessee and Kansas City played early in the year, and they were getting after Mahomes. He threw for 446 that day, guys. So I'm going over passing yards with Mahomes. I mean, they got to prove it to me. You know, he's great at avoiding the rush. He's great at ex extending plays. I know they got some guys that are maybe not 100%, but long as Travis Kelsey's out there, everybody else kind of finds a way to fit in. So I think Patrick Mahomes has a big game. I just do, man. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a runaway Chiefs win. I'm just, I think this is a culture shock in level of competition. I'm just telling you. We got to get an Eagles supporter on tomorrow, Jay. I can't be go, I can't go all week with just a confirmation bias after confirmation bias. <laughs> I'm going to get killed in this game. But no, and like Mahomes is, he has lulled the entire football watching community into this complete malaise of yeah what he does is impressive what he does is unprecedented we have never seen this before like you i, I was gonna add, i had a question lined up for sean like who does mahomes remind you of the answer is no one no one has ever done this before and yet here we sit and he's a dog in the super bowl amazing to me amazing and and, and, I, and that point <laughs> you made drew is why i like him even more because He's a unicorn from a talent standpoint, 
but he understands legacy. <laughs> and he knows in order to ever be considered the greatest ever, no matter what anybody that talks about football for a living says right now, he has yeah. to finish his career. And not just getting to Super Bowls, but winning them matters. You don't want to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is just as talented, but he has failed on these big stages so many times that he'll never be in the same sentence as the all-time great. So yeah. I think Mahomes understands it. I think he's going to live in the moment. I think we're going to see a transcendent performance. People are going to be like, what ankle and eagles who? Like, let's fly, yeah. eagles fly. <laughs> You're going to hear it a lot before yeah. the game. Man, listen. Wow. They're going to fly home. Like Sad. The, the <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real – so. <laughs> Well, so here's here's a question for you. So, um, Mahomes is in my mind is unstoppable. Like so much attention this week has been given to how great the pass rush is for the for the Eagles. C- congratulations, you have a lot of bodies. Um, it, you are now going up against a bona fide O line. Like, yeah, there are some problems, some weaknesses at times. They lose a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of focus, but you know it's still Mahomes is incredible navigating the pocket, avoiding the pressure, scrambling when he needs to, and now he's got you know another two weeks to get that ankle right. I think he's going to be dynamic in every every element of the game. Uh, I like his over passing yards. I like his over completions uh, because what the Eagles run generally is a pretty soft zone uh, and if you have Travis Kelsey and you know the we- set of wide you know set of weapons that they are currently operating with he- Mahomes should carve that style of defense like he realistically could uh, you know threaten Tom Brady's record which was by the way set against this Eagles team um, in terms of just singular performance at a Super Bowl and I'm excited to see it uh, I'm almost more inclined to say that there's you know that that if anything is somewhat stable, the Chiefs performing well offensively, Mahomes having a good game feels like the most, you know, the the most, um, uh, the tightest uh, type of uh, handicap here. And much more of the game being good, the Eagles competing, the Eagles potentially winning comes down to what their offense does more so than the Chiefs offense. And so I almost feel like if I'm, you know, I don't feel like it's perfectly correlated that if you're playing Mahomes overs, you're counting on a Chiefs win to get those home. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think he has a big game regardless. And you're 100% right. The only way the Eagles have a path to the win, to win, in my opinion, is if they control time of possession. If they're running the ball and the Chiefs can't get off the field on third down and we look up and it's the end of the third quarter and the Eagles have had the ball for 85% of it. And, you know, that that's their path to success. And Listen, I just think Chris Jones and those guys have turned the corner. Karvloftis is playing better. Uh, Frank Clark, I mean, these big stages, normally when he plays his best so he can get another contract. So, uh, I, listen, I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong here. I don't think I'm wrong. I think this is Chiefs. I think people are going to look back at this years from now. Man, I, I had points with Mahomes. <laughs> Hopefully people are looking back a week from now. <laughs> like, I can't believe we got points with Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. 100. <laughs> I mean, he won as a home dog for us last week, and he was going up against yep. Joe the, Burrow. The world's gone Absolutely. mad, Sean. The world's gone yep. mad. Yep. Uh, yep. We just have to prosper off it. Uh, thank you so much for joining, Sean. Can you tell people where to find your content and what you're planning uh, leading up into the Super Bowl? Yeah, you can find me at Vsin. That's V S I N. Prime time from three to six Pacific Monday through Friday. Download the app. You can listen for free. But if you want to see this beautiful mug, because I do have a face that's tailor-made for TV, <laughs> play a small little monthly. You can watch your boy and Tim Murray.
make you laugh, make you cry, and also make you some money. For those with YouTube TV, we're also available on YouTube TV and other platforms. <laughs> thanks to Jay. Thanks to Drew. Let's go, Chiefs. Uh, I love Jalen Hurts. I love what he's done this year. But, uh, youngster, I'm pulling against you this Sunday. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Sean. We love your work. And you can follow Sean on Twitter at RealSeanKing. All right. One more promo, and then we'll talk about the Chiefs' money line again. Uh, reminded that there is live coverage from the Super Bowl in Arizona all this week on Peacock. Our daily lineup is the Dan Patrick Show, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, then followed by me and Matthew Berry and an array of guests on the Fantasy Football Happy Hour, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, PFT Live takes the baton at 1 p.m., and then a brother from another closes out at 3 p.m. Eastern each day. And if you don't catch it on video, you can always check out the audio version wherever you download and subscribe to your podcast. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial wager. PointsBet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867 in Louisiana. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. 
He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. All right, so obviously we like the Chiefs. We think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Do you think that the Chiefs' money line is going to flip uh, at any point between now and kickoff on Sunday where the Chiefs will actually become favorite? So we've got practice reports today. Everybody played. Everybody practiced. Full participation from everyone. Legarius Sneed's had a concussion protocol. Uh, CEH, who we haven't seen or heard from in a few, you know, he's back from the witness protection program. He's gonna he's gonna be available apparently. Uh, like like honestly, everything that you would have expected to kind of nudge some market correction here on the Chiefs has come to fruition, and yet. Somebody just bet the Eagles again. They just, you know, full, full, full stake just hit the screen again on the Eagles. So uh, at this point, I think there is somebody playing significant defense on a position on the Eagles. And, you know, they may ultimately, um, you know, they may ultimately win the closing line value battle here. I think this should close closer to a pick em. I even think the fact that you're getting plus one and a half is starting to seem like I need to add stake on there beyond just money line because, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, the f- if, if the, if this is a close game, if this is closely contested, if this goes to overtime, one point margin is all of a sudden in very much in play, right? I mean, the idea of a team scoring to tie in overtime and then going for two instead of kicking the ball back to their opponent to have the chance to kick the sudden death field goal, like that's in play. Uh, and so, you know, if this is ultimately a close game, if we have, uh, if we have to go to an extra quarter to, de- to decide things here, then having chiefs plus one and a half in pocket is enormous. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm surprised that we're getting this opportunity. Obviously we think there's some, some massive, um, you know, deficiency in the way that this market is being priced right now. But, um, you know, if you wanted Philadelphia Eagles minus one and a half, you could have had it for minus one hundred five an hour ago. It's minus one ten now. So there's again still consistently with these six figure limits on these markets, there is still uh, support for the Eagles. So I think at this point, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah, I don't think the market should move too much. Anyone who wants to get a bet down on the Super Bowl can get whatever, basically whatever bet they want. Uh, when you're talking about money line and spread, uh, now that there seems to be relative clarity from a health perspective, it seems like everyone is going to play outside of Mecole Hardman. Yeah. Uh, I still think that you're still better off betting Mahomes MVP, uh, which you can get around plus 135 on. And if if you just do the math of Mahomes MVP plus 135 or Chiefs money line plus 105. Mahomes is the better bet if you think that he's more than an 87% chance to win MVP. If the Chiefs win, I think he is more than an 87% chance. I think I don't think obviously you can't be that much more than an 87% chance, 13 more percent. <laughs> but I do think it's you know north of of 90%. Uh, and also some small, very small chance that he could win even if they don't win the game. Mahomes, if any player in history was going to do that, uh, it would probably be Patrick Mahomes. So. Uh, I think Mahomes MVP is the best way to play it. When I tell people that, they mainly just say, well, I'd rather just not worry about that and just back the Chiefs money line and not worry about uh, Legereus Sneed having three interceptions or whatever. But uh, I think think Mahomes uh, is the best play. All right. Don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com for more information to help you with your wages. Thanks for everyone watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us in podcast form, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. I'm Jay Croucher and Drew Dinsick. Thanks again to Sean King, and we'll be back tomorrow.
since Eats and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.